You're listening to the People Over Profit podcast. Hi, I'm Justine Beauregard. Since 2008, I've helped scale multiple businesses to seven, eight, and nine figures by focusing on quality connections, not vanity metrics. For decades, we've been taught to believe that business is just a numbers game, but really, it's a relationships game. Gone are the days of prioritizing money over our missions and the people that our businesses are built to support. I created this podcast because I want you to make a difference in the world without feeling like you have to sacrifice your income or your integrity to do it. If you're building a business that puts people first, you belong here. Now, let's spend some quality time together. Are you looking for some ways to find people who want what you sell that don't involve using social media? I know that social media can be a huge energy drain. Between the competition, the flood of content, it's very easy to have your content be buried and feel like your voice is weaker there than in other places. But what are those other places? Most people will talk to you about events or email marketing, but the way they tend to fill those events and get their email list filled up with leads is either by using paid advertisements or social media. And most people who are struggling on social media, and I know because I was one of them for many years, are those with small audiences. I'm gonna venture a guess and say, you're one of those people. Otherwise, you would already be paying for ads and you would not be asking this question to begin with. And I get it. I've run the numbers in my own business and I see how easy it is to sink 10 hours into social media week after week between idea generation, designing posts, sharing them, engaging on them, spending time on other people's profiles. It can be so much work and have very little reward. So I don't blame you for looking at other options. I actually think it's really smart to do that. And I also have some pretty encouraging news to share with you, which is that I have clients who've made hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in their business without ever using social media. So even though I personally am a fan of social media and I use it in my business, I am happy to share these alternatives that I have worked out with clients or seen clients do all on their own so you can figure out which one aligns best with your business and start seeing the results that you deserve. You put so much hard work into your business. You deserve to get a win and to feel good about how you get it. So before we get into this episode, I also want to say that I'm not bringing up search engine optimization today. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically being found on Google or other search engines and putting specific keywords throughout your website copy so that Google can find you. Because I'm well-trained and experienced on this topic and I have seen how long it can take. And I only wanna talk about the lead generation alternatives that can replace social media, in my opinion, one for one. So I'm talking today about things that get you easy exposure to large groups of people with a higher likelihood of quick conversions, not the things that work amazingly well after a year or several years of really hard work. So with that said, let's dive right in and talk about in-person networking. 
Networking is a fantastic way to meet groups of people and form relationships and bonds with them quickly, which is what makes sales so fun and enjoyable, in my opinion. Having those authentic one-on-one conversations with people is like the old school version of social media. It's the same premise, just face-to-face. The great thing, too, about networking is that it has become so dynamic and so different thanks to social media that you can join a single group and go to recurring meetings week after week with the same people who refer you and you build relationships with them and they potentially work with you as well. Or you can sign up for one-off events that are held by different groups all the time in different locations. And you can even join virtual networking communities that are on familiar platforms or their own apps and platforms. So I've actually done several episodes about networking already, so you can go back and listen to those ones, especially episode 19. And I'll just say this in the meantime. I like a blend of networking events. So I pay a few thousand dollars a year to be part of an in-person networking group and a few online networking groups. And I also pay anywhere between 10 to a few hundred dollars to attend one-off networking events like virtual speed networking events or in-person networking dinners. So get creative with this based on your budget and what you enjoy doing. I will say full disclosure, I'm an introvert, so I have to kind of gear myself up for these things. I like something that you buy a ticket for and can mentally prepare and then be able to plan time around after to decompress because it takes a lot out of me to be at these types of events. So if you know that that is you or if you know that you get charged up by these events, do more of them, right? So work with your personality, not against it. Now, another great option for building your business outside of social media and generating lots of amazing leads are referrals and recommendations. So I want you to think about past customers you've served, people in complementary industries to you, even people who have said no to your offers. It is highly likely that every person you meet will know at least one other person besides themselves who's a great fit for your offers. So don't be afraid to ask for those referrals. Now, on episode 22 of People Over Profit, I gave lots of tips around this. So feel free to go back and listen to that one. And that way we can move on to the next one because I went into so much detail on that episode. So we can talk about other ways to generate leads that don't involve social media. And one of them is strategic partnerships. Partnering with the right people has helped me grow my business so much more than I can even explain. It has helped me grow my email list by thousands of people at a time. It's created huge spikes in interest for what I sell. It's helped me grow my business for over five years with zero marketing of my own. For five years, I had a Facebook page with 60 followers and 58 of them were my friends and family. And the one or two others were active clients of mine. (laughs) So you can really build a business without social media. I have done it. I've had clients who've done it so many times. And when it comes to strategic partnerships, what I find helps is finding a handful of really good people good people whose values align with your values, who have probably and likely already built established audiences, 
who are willing to promote you and maybe even have a great social media presence of their own so that you have less work to do on the marketing side. You can do more on the sales side. And if you go in this direction, the only reason to really have social media at that point is for credibility. And with the sales rolling in from your partners, you can likely outsource all of that work to a VA or a social media manager for a couple hundred bucks a month. Now, this one also fits beautifully with email marketing. So remember I said at the start of this episode how lots of people talk about email as a way to grow your business, but most of them use social media to grow that list. Well, finding the right partner who already has an established audience, you don't need your own social media to do this. You can piggyback off of their social media. You can piggyback off of their email list. So if you really want to get creative, use social media to sleuth other profiles and find your ideal partners. There are tons of online forums and discussions of people who are actively looking for partners to help them grow their business. And you can do this as a paid opportunity with commissions or affiliate income. You can even do trades or you can simply do it on Goodwill. So what I have found in building a business on partnerships is if you really want them to work with you, you need to put in a good deal of effort. You need to make it easy for your partners to remember you and refer you often. Usually people who are saying yes to partnerships with you are saying yes to partnerships in general, and you want to rise to the top of that pile of people, right? You want them to keep you in mind and refer you on a regular basis, and part of that comes from the type of agreement that you have. If you have an agreement that is a trade or a goodwill agreement, you want to keep them in mind and refer them on a regular basis. But if you have an agreement that's focused on the money, on the commissions, the affiliate income, you want to help them remember. You get paid for this every time. So here's opportunities where you can think of me and make that money and help me help you. So I'll just share with you what I do. When I started doing this, I created a Google Sheet with all of the people that I respect and have worked with who I would refer to others. And then anytime someone asks me for a recommendation or a referral, I open up that bookmark page and I grab their contact information in seconds. Feel free to borrow the simple method of tracking your partners if this is a way that you'd like to grow. Okay, you can build on this spreadsheet. You can add lots of ideas to it. Like my spreadsheet has something called the vibe column. And it is writing down what that person's vibe is. So when I meet someone and I have two people who do SEO services, for example, I will look at the first person and say their vibe is quirky, fun, and high energy versus another vibe that's techie and really professional. If I meet the person who's more techie and really professional, I'm going to match them with the person who I know does SEO with that kind of vibe because I know it's going to be a fit. That's just how I like to refer people, and I let people know in advance. Like, tell me the words that describe you best, or I will write down some words, and I want you to validate them for me because I tend to make referrals in this way. And I also have software and tools that I am a referral partner for, and I have those in the spreadsheet as well so that I can track, oh, this software is one that I use that gives me commission. That's the one that if it makes sense for me to refer or recommend to someone, I'm going to do that because I love it, I use it, and I'm getting a kickback from it. Okay, now let's go to the last two lead generation ideas I'm going to talk about today, which 
are sort of industry specific, I have found. So these tend to be most used by clients of mine who are in the product space or have a retail location or even just a physical brick and mortar location. I'm not saying you can't use these methods of selling or connecting to new potential customers if you don't fall into one of these categories. I'm simply saying this is where I tend to see it work best and where I see it being used most often. Now, this could also be a natural differentiator for you because if people in your industry do not default to these ways of marketing and selling, there might be a huge opportunity for you and a gap in your marketplace. So think critically as I go through some of these examples with you. The first one is text-based marketing and the other is direct mail. So texting has very high open rates, as high as 98%. This actually isn't shocking, which is why my voice isn't going 98% (laughs) because most of us don't check email as much as we check our text messages. Some of us don't have email apps on our phones. A lot of us don't have notifications set up for email, but we do have notifications for text, which makes it very easy to go, oh, I wonder what that is and check it really quickly. So you have really small windows of time to get their attention, but a massive opportunity to get their attention. Now, it can be difficult to get people to give you their phone number, and it also can be expensive to text them repeatedly. So I'll give you an example of something that worked really well when it comes to text space, or you might see it as SMS marketing. One of my clients who worked in the salon product space was using text messaging really effectively. They were running sales as flash sales on a first come first serve basis with limited inventory. So these were working really well because they had massively high margins on those products. And because of the scarcity and the limited nature of the sale, they were selling out like crazy. And they were also selling out of product that was older inventory. So it was taking up room on the shelves and costing them money because it wasn't moving. So that was hugely effective for them. Then I have another client who was using text-based messaging for a boutique clothing store. And mostly it was to notify clients of upcoming events and sales. And that tended to work really well because again, there was that limited nature and that exclusivity of like, you're an insider, you're getting this message, it's time sensitive. Here you go, here's all the details. Not everybody is getting this. So they felt really special when they were receiving those messages. The other that I mentioned, direct mail, is something that I have personally always found fascinating. Actually, quick story. My very first corporate job out of college was working for a software startup, and I literally sat in a closet on boxes of paper and licked envelopes for eight hours a day sending out direct mail campaigns. Now, I know it doesn't sound all that great, and you might be thinking you will probably be scarred and not want to do direct mail ever, but it couldn't be further from the truth. I actually love direct mail. I think so many people have forgotten about it and don't use it anymore. So when we get a good piece of direct mail, something that is smart and highly targeted and compelling, it can be such a fun way to capture the attention of your ideal customers and convert those cold leads into paying customers very quickly. The one thing 
that really bugs me about direct mail is the lack of integrity. So when people disguise things as a bill or make it very corporate and you get kind of nervous, like I feel like I need to call this company because I don't know if this is real or a scam, that's a no. But I love direct mail that's colorful and fun and exciting for people to get and talk about something that's different. If I was sending a direct mail campaign, which I actually might do after talking about this again because it just sounds so fun to me, I would invest a little bit more and make sure that it is really high quality and represents my brand well. That it's something different, that it's something unique, that's going to stand out, that's going to pop, that's going to make people start talking about me. So there you have it. Networking, referrals, strategic partnerships, text-based marketing, and direct mail are all great ways that you can connect with new potential customers and you can sell to them without what you might call the dreaded Facebook and Instagram, (laughs) social media platforms in general. So if you haven't noticed the through line of all these ideas, it's courage. It's not showing up on social media because you're able to make other choices and you're bold enough to do that. You have free will. That is the beauty of building a business you design. It doesn't mean that you are free of fear. It doesn't mean that you don't have to take risks. Each of these examples that I've given today require the same levels of courage and creativity that it takes to show up on social media day after day. If you're looking for alternatives because you don't like showing up on social media or it's just not working for your personality or it's draining you or it's making you feel bad about yourself or causing other ripple effects to your business, I hope that these have helped you. But if you're looking for alternatives because you're afraid, because you're not seeing results or any other reason that might follow you from social media to any of these other methods of lead generation, I highly recommend you stick it out on whatever platform you've chosen to focus on because there is a good side to social media, a side where there are billions of daily active users and it is free to play in like a sandbox. I know that it's hard. I know it can take a toll on your mental health. But there are so many ways to make it work for you. And I can't even count on the numbers of fingers and toes and hopes and dreams I've ever had. How many times someone has told me that social media just doesn't work for them and they've tried everything. And my response is, you might have tried everything, but you didn't try it every way. We talk about this all the time in the Breakthrough Lab. So if you need support of how to make it work for you or you need to figure out why it isn't working for you, just reach out to me. The whole purpose of this episode and all episodes are to help you find ways to grow your business that fit you, to meet more people who want to buy what you sell because what you sell is amazing. People need it. And you deserve sales after all the effort and the love that you pour into your business and onto others with the work you do. Slaving away for hours a day on social media without any of that reciprocity will create resentment and burnout. Social media is a tool and you need to use it to your benefit. If you get nothing else from this episode, I hope more than anything that you leave feeling capable and clear about at least one step you can take 
towards meeting more of your best customers with or without social media. Because once you do, you're going to serve them so well, as I know you always do. Do you feel prepared to take action on all of the things that you learned on today's episode? If not, I want to invite you to join the Breakthrough Lab, where we will walk through the step-by-step of how to implement all of these incredible business strategies to create the life and business that you've always dreamed of. It is the most supportive community for entrepreneurs today. We've got 12 monthly calls. We've got live five-day trainings, a portal of easy-to-use resources, and so much more. Visit justinebeauregard.com slash the Breakthrough Lab for details and to sign up today. I'll see you inside.